But I said <laughs> the reason. <laughs> but you were just like lying to me. Again, what do you mean? It's it's, it's a play. How bad it was, as if you saw it and you did. We've seen it. We just haven't seen the Netflix version of it that just came out. I was under the impression the Netflix. That'd be like watching the one that we grew up with. No, like, no, we watched the Mat- no, we watched the Matilda musical with this cast. We just didn't watch the Netflix produced version of it. That Wait, just came I, out. Oh, so they have like an actual stage play with them on Caroline, it? Yes. Caroline showed me this earlier this year, but not the Netflix version of it. We watched an actual stage play that was shot, but was shot like a play. It's the same cast and everything. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see it. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of I Didn't See It, But I Believe You. I'm Doug. I'm Joel, and this is episode 166. Yeah. If you are uh, just tuning in, it's December 29th, 2022, the year of our Lord. We've just celebrated Christmas. And uh, we're. Hey, happy Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, uh, all of that good stuff. Uh, We are entering 2023 and uh, ready to to have a good year. So, yeah, Joel and I were talking about that movie, Matilda, that just came out. Watched it last night with uh, the fam. I don't even like musicals. Well, it's fucking awesome. You don't like musicals? No, I don't like, I don't go out to watch a fine musical, Joel. I've never been to a musical on Broadway. I've never uh, been like, you know what? Tonight I had a bad day at work. I think I'm going to curl up and watch a nice musical. (laughs) Oh, I guess what I mean is like, not like La La Land or Singing in the Rain. None of that. La La Land's a musical. I've never seen Singing in the the Rain. Uh, Singing in the Rain's a musical. La La Land is a musical. Uh, That movie Babylon that's coming out is not a musical, but is uh, got a... I I can never forget what I'm saying there. Yeah, yeah. La La Land's a musical. (laughs) So I... um, So forgive my my lighting situation today. It's dark. We usually do these during the day, so I don't have lamps to... Whatever. Is that true? We usually do these during the day and you don't have to light? Yeah, we used to do them like at eight in the morning or no, 10 in the morning. Remember? I, I remember those. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are, I'm going to be honest with you. Those are the spicy ones because we're both just waking up. You're getting it like coffee flowing through. You want to say whatever's on your mind. Well, you know, you and I, for our New Year's resolution, like especially towards the end of the year, the holidays kind of take up. And we typically the past two going on three years, at uh, the beginning of the year, we really pick up a lot of steam. We really get into it heavy. And then we fall off with the, with the holiday season. Yeah, we stayed really, really, uh, for all things considered, with how much our lives have both changed in the past two years, I think that we did a pretty damn good job of keeping it going until the holiday seasons these two years. Is that, is that, is this our elk meat? Is this our topic that people are like, oh my fucking God? Is this our team? All of us, uh, you and I, talking about why yeah. we can't keep up with our show. This is our elk meat, a thousand percent. It's our elk meat. It's our fucking uh, women are bad. If you're an Andrew Tate fan, this is our fucking thing. We won't shut up about. Yeah, it's, but really here's the thing: if they tell me one more time why that we're going to get better next episode, but they just can't because life has taken them by the horn. By the fucking horns, bro. The crazy thing is, we have fans that are like, guys, every episode still bangs. Just don't worry about it. We're here for you. It's like uh, Caroline will do that shit a lot, too. She'll miss a couple days, and then I hope she doesn't care that I'm saying this. She'll miss a couple days, and then she'll be like, man, I bet everybody hates me now. I'm just like, dog, they don't. They hate it for different reasons. 
No, no, they, they, they hate us all because of different reasons. I can't say people hate my wife. <laughs> Nobody hates her. Everybody loves her. <laughs> my wife. That's so wild. Like, but Do you know what else I have? A fucking tumor. No, let's get this out of the way real quick. Hold on. What? Joel's walking. Bro's listening. Joel's walking off. I hope everybody had a great holiday. Great Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, everything. And then if you didn't, I mean, uh, I hope it gets better. Or maybe you just didn't because you're just a humbug like I used to be. But I'm not a humbug anymore. You know why? Because I have joy in my life. I have a child's laughter daily. Ladies and gentlemen, oh this, my is, God. this is Daisy Doomsday. Miss Daisy, do you want to say hi? Look, look. She's, she's real. real. She's real. She's nine weeks or 11 weeks old. She's purebred pug. She's an absolute delight. She Look at this little belly. Nice little belly, bro. She's so good, y'all. This little girl has melted my whole fucking heart. How put her up y'all put down Rocky? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Can't wait to ask him more about this dog. He can barely even take care of himself. Now he has to take care of two dogs. And a wife. Not that saying that she herself i assume she does oh so that's been a trip <laughs> what kind of dog is that i just fucking said she's Nate. a pure yes i just said she's a purebred pug did you really yeah 100 percent uh because i feel we i only the only reason i know that is because i feel weird advertising we got a purebred dog when i've been such a proponent for just rescuing but it was a it's from a family member we didn't like go out and fucking get it from a puppy mill or some shit dude how do you fucking Good. Uh, dude, yeah. how do you feel about this new, uh, this, it's, I don't know if it's like controversy or if it's like just something I happened to catch on my weird algo on YT. My weird algo on oh, YT. Oh, I thought you said white T. I was no, like, my I don't know. Algo, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My algo on YT. Yeah. My algo on YT. You know what that means? Your algorithm on YouTube. Yes, motherfucker. I, it's 2022. I know what algo means. I've never heard anybody say algo until right now. So that's bullshit. I just made that up. Right here, 2022, in, uh, December 19th. December 19th. It's December 29th. It's Algo. December 29th. Algo. Algo has been coined, minted by Doug. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've said Algo to each other in text messages. I'm going to look. I feel like we've said that to each other. Uh, no, we're, this is us like ranting about that movie Argo. Oh, Argo, fuck yourself. <laughs> That's the last line in the movie, I think. Wait, wait is Argo... Uh... With Ben Stiller? Not Ben Stiller. Ben Affleck. Affleck. No, hey, yo, but that's an idea. Let's replace Ben Affleck in every movie with Ben Stiller. Uh, okay, god damn it. So uh, before I go too far, because I want to, because uh, there's so many things about Ben's. I'm reminding you of Ben Stiller later, if you okay. do. You I will. Can. Okay. I will. Uh, what the fuck is I going to say? Oh, about um, Tom Segura kind of going viral with his... With this, uh, I guess you would call it a rant towards his fans in the comments. You not hear about this? Like I said, I, didn't, I don't listen to Two Bears, One Cave. Oh, but... it was on that? I've never seen a single episode outside of the clips. I, exactly. I just watch YMS or YMH. See, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, the clips, uh, I'm, I'm a clip kind of guy. You know? I hate Bert. So, I, um, do you? Do I think hate he's Bert? funny? No, I don't hate him. I don't know him. But do you think he's funny? We've had this conversation before. We like 
I mean, obviously, I'll. I'm speaking. I like Bert as a person. He makes me giggle sometimes, but I don't think he's very funny. I would love to hang out with Bert. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, He's Van Wilder. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but like, yeah. Do I watch a stand up and and laugh at it? No, not at all. Sometimes, like, sometimes he says some shit that's so fucking funny, though. Yeah, no, hundred percent. He's not like. I feel like I'm like that. Every now and then, I say something that's funny. No, you're not like that because. Because you can tell, here's the difference, and I think this is, and I'm going to let you finish, but I feel like this is where the disconnect is for people like us with Kreischer. We think Kreischer's funny because we know people like him, but, but there's no world where either one of us is the kind of person to be that openly irresponsibly funny. I don't know. All of his jokes are about how gross he is or how much he drinks or eats or how fucked up this is or, or this sure, mistake. He's also literally a multimillionaire. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't think either one of us would ever be able to reconcile being successful and also constantly self-degrading. I, I mean, that's that, why. That Kool-Aid clip of him drinking Kool-Aid first thing in the morning when they're doing that podcast. No, that's funny that as fuck. Fucking hysterical. All the episodes of his little cooking show are really funny. Where yeah, he cooks, so like, I like those. Yeah, him being him being candid and being like himself is great. His stand his stand up's a little weird. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. It just, I mean, it's just I'm not a father of two girls and a wife that you know. I don't know. It's, it's just a different kind of comedy. He has a different kind of structure. But with that said, it is. I feel he. I, I do feel bad. For, I mean, granted, he's a, again, he's a multimillionaire. He loves what he do. It, it comes out that he loves what he does. But if I were put into a corner where I half what? Hold on one second. Go ahead. If I, if it comes into a situation to where my multi-million, I mean, I would came to every single night that I'm on stage for a thousand people. I have to have my shirt off. I have to. And I have to tell the same story every night at the end of the night. He know that he says this, the machine story oh, I know. at the end of every yeah. single show. I've heard and, rumors that there's, there's checks involved with that because of him selling his story to Van Wilder. But I don't want to get into that. I don't really know. That might be a whole hearsay. Well, I don't know. I don't know what that means, whatever you just said. But like, uh, You know that movie Van Wilder? Yes, I know he's about that. But what do you mean check? Yeah. No, I mean, I think that there's something involved with that's, that machine story is the basis for Van Wilder, and I think he has to tell it, regardless of whether it was his most. I don't know. I could be wrong, though. I heard something like that, but I never really checked into it. I have heard in podcasts him and Joe Rogan everybody say that he has to tell that story because people lose their shit in a bad way if he doesn't. Yeah, like, that makes sense. That people go to see him tell a story. I was like, that's I would find that miserable. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, whatever. We all do nine to fives. And it's like sometimes it's redundant and repetitive. And it's like, you know what? This is a pretty great life I lead. And I have to tell this goofy story with my shirt off every night to do so. So be it. So I guess for him, I could see it being okay. But yeah. for, I just feel like he, he deep down, he's got to be annoyed. Yeah. I don't know. And he drinks a lot, but, you know, I drink a lot. So it's like, I, I mm, he drinks a lot. I don't know if it's real, though. You don't think so? People seem pretty worried about him sometimes. But it's just like, dude, can you really like just like I mean, if he is, if he does, he's the one of them that drinks constantly. Functioning alcoholic I've ever seen. Well, but what's that guy that drinks constantly that they're always genuinely worried about that they that they hang out with all the time? The older guy, he's a stand-up, he's very famous. Doug Stanhope? Yeah. So he 
he's I don't think that there's anything fake about his alcoholism. He's Doug Stanhope is like one foot in the grave, other on a banana pill. You know, like (laughs) I like that. Did you steal that? I, dude, you know how I fucking heard that? How? There was a fucking regular at my bar in Cuero, and she was, she came in like every now, well, she, she was like one of those semi regulars, but like she came in and we, I always love seeing her. She's always so funny. She came on a date, date and she just like, for some reason, told me that. She goes, one foot in the grave, other banana pill, you know? And I'm like, dude, I love I that. I fucking lost it. And I was like, I I'm love gonna- that. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of this episode, by the way. One foot in the grave, yes. the other on a banana pill. Yo, hold up, though, because let's really break that down for a second, though. Because, like, that descri- that is such a fucking perfect description for the way so many people live, dude. Just, like, kind of lackadaisical, but also extremely dangerously. Man, I fucking love that, dude. That really got yeah. my dick hard, bro. Let's fucking well, jack off. Well, something I did make up, and this was, like, when I was, like, really burnt out and really just kind of just gave up. You know what I mean? You remember, <laughs> remember those days? <laughs> like, three weeks ago? No, I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Doug's been doing great. I'm teasing. You know, there, there's a, there's definitely a landing in the tumble, but don't let anybody tell you that it's going to get better because when you're in that position, sometimes you need to hear it's not going to get better. So it's never going to get better. Just True. kidding. It's, it's never going to get better. It's okay to not be okay enough that you die. It's okay not to be okay. Do you What's remember when I showed all? It's it's because it's from. I'd have to sing. Yeah, right now it's from. Uh, it's from. Okay, listen. I actually know the answer to this. When I was doing the most Adderall, I was sitting in my in the cottage's apartment with Jeff, and I'd sit in my room and I'd watch videos of that. No, because of you. That's yeah. why I know it. Yeah, I'd watch videos of the X Factor auditions in Europe because they made me cry yes. when I was all yacked you out. You made me watch that. Yeah. And right. a little girl, a girl that got bullied a bunch, went on there and she's saying, "It's okay not to be okay." And I was like, "No!" I was fucking crying and shit. And it was like really good. It was oh pretty good. Yeah, she's. You're the one who fucking got yeah. me. In. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, girl. Seeing is winning. Yes, yes, it's okay not to be okay. She killed it, bro. Yes. Do you know what's crazy? Hold on, hold on. Before I forget, uh, the other video that I used to tweak out to super hard uh, and cry to was Callum Scott going on the X Factor uh, UK and singing. Uh, I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh, oh. Anyway, listen, listen. Guess what? Guess what? what? That's that fucking... by Robin. I know, but Callum Scott covered it, and that Callum Scott version is massive. It plays at my job all the time. It's in a movie we just went and saw. It played in the movie. It was like, I'm in the corner. And I was screaming, Doug, because I used to get tweaked out and just weep to that shit. Dude, <laughs> so like what were we what 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 got us there? Mm. I was like, can it be okay? Uh Argo. No, God damn it. We're talking about Bert. Oh, oh, we were saying, you were saying that it's okay not to be, you were joking about you being depressed and you said it's okay not to be okay. We were talking about Stan Hope and his alcoholism and Bert Kreischer and whether or not he's tired of telling that joke. Whatever. It's all, it's all. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever. Doug Stanhope literally, you know about them uh, legally, like doing the assisted suicide with his mother. This, that's crazy. It's like yeah, where they put not, her in the pod, right? It's not crazy. I mean, that's a thing. And I, you know, but like with her story in particular, they, they threw a fucking party. Yeah. It's awesome. And yeah. It's amazing. And like when she was coming to, like while she was dying, she was like coming back to consciousness because she was on, on uh, 
she was heavily sedated. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you're in there. Like you're in fucking heaven. It's all fucked up up here. And like, no, I'm just kidding. You're still alive. Like, that's your fucking <laughs> crazy no that's bonkers if if, from one doug to another hey uh i I want everybody i want everybody to take a real deep breath before i hit this share button this was announced this morning at 10 15 in the morning and i have been or yesterday at 10 15 in the morning and i've been screaming about it ever since to anybody who will listen there is a lot to dig into into how into the how this is happening i don't really give a shit about the why i think we know why but if you want to see a comedy show this year Oh, God. Yes. I saw that earlier today. (laughs) What? I'm going. I'm fucking going, bro. I'm going to find a way to not give him money and go. What the fuck? Why would you want to even be there? Dude, that's historical. This is going to go down in history as one of the worst ideas ever. Yeah, he's going to fucking. Yeah. Someone's going to kill him, dude. I doubt he's going to step foot into a single building, Joel. Mm. You'd be surprised, man. I, I looked into it, and there are apparently there are. It, it's known that there are a lot of fucking really swanky places that have been trying to to lock this down. Not not venues and clubs, swanky ass like gala spots and shit that want to lock him down to come talk about it. Do you know how he's doing this? No, dude. Like, I, a fucking screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I didn't know how the fuck he got. Out. I didn't even understand how he got out of jail or prison. So here's what happened. This is a fucking, this is the craziest fucking miscarriage of justice in so long as far as like the way the system works. Not necessarily of all, like in, in, in general, but just in the fact that he got convicted. So listen, the first time, and fuck, I even don't even know how I feel about this because if this was to, ever, if I was to ever be in big trouble, I would want due diligence and due process, right? So I don't want to like knock due process, but it really fucked us on this one. So he, the original lawsuit or charge against him, he was he was looking at some serious fucking time, like life, right? <laughs> <laughs> so like fifteen years, eight you years. Fucking, yeah, what the fuck, Joel? I don't even know what to fucking say to you with this. No, listen, this is nuts. Dude, fucking oh, that's what I was gonna fucking tell you. Remind me of uh, the the old express the expression that we're talking about. Okay, okay. Uh, so he he Talk was a tr- about living one foot in the grave, the other a banana pill. That's a big that's Bill Cosby if you ever fucking seen one. So check this shit out, dude. He his lawyers and everyone was telling him, "You're fucked, dog. You're fucked, fucked. If you don't take a plea deal and pay these these women, okay." But he's so been he, doing that for years, right? So, but he but that was the agreement of this plea deal because at this point they they. Were, I think they were worried it was going to be another OJ case where you just couldn't get a jury that was going to agree on this because of who he was, right? Yeah, so, he's, fucking, he's, a, he's a generation's dad. He's America's dad. Yeah, yeah or he was. Dad. All generations dad. <laughs> um, but but and, and and that goes for all Americans of that time period. White, black, you know, just white and black probably. But they all loved him. And uh, <laughs> Spanish people had George Lopez. Um, but uh. It's a joke. Relax. Uh, no, they had no, Freddie Prince. Pr- Freddie Prince. Man, Freddie Prince was man. there. Like, well, he was, he was really young. He so was, he was great awesome. while he lasted. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, they had Salinas. Uh, cool. What? Bro, I'm from Cuero, Texas. I can talk about Selena all I want. Uh, uh, so anyway, so they told Cosby, you should take this plea deal and pay these women exorbitant, exorbitant amounts of money. Okay. 
fully yep. deserved, and he agreed to it. But the term of his agreeing to do that was that he could never be charged for those crimes. His lawyers locked that down, and they sealed the... So he did what now? They, Sorry. They told him, no, the plea agreement was you can... You have to pay these these women extreme amounts of money, yeah. restitution, and uh, his part of the deal was they would seal the plea deal so no one could ever see what he was actually being charged with. Yeah, that's so, not that's not that's not a Bill Cosby thing. That happens no, all the time. No, I know. I'm not saying that's bad. The next part's bad. <laughs> uh, some fucking overzealous, likely extremely progressive. And to be clear, for those of you who are new here, I am extremely overzealous, extremely progressive. I am overzealous and extremely progressive. Um, But that being said, this person was very, very upset that Cosby was going to essentially get to live a normal life, you know, because it's sort of a slap on the wrist. Five more fucking years. Well, but it's sort of a slap on the wrist, right? To wealthy to have to pay fines and shit. But regardless... This person, like a fucking idiot, unsealed the plea deal and charged him for the shit he had just been charged with. And for some reason, the court was like, for sure, let's do it. And sent this dude to prison. But here's, the th- here's what I realized. I was taking a shit at work today thinking about this. You step, out your f- you step out your front door and cops swarm you. They arrest you for the murder of your neighbor. You've not done it. They take you to, to prison. They fucking uh, tell you, just pay this. Like, it seems like you did it. You're fucked if you go to trial, bro. Whether you did it or not, it seems like you did it. So then they fucking seal the plea deal. You go away. You pay your fine. That would destroy any normal person because we can't afford that shit. And then six months later, they go, oh, by the way, we're charging you for that shit again. And this time you're going to prison for it. They're That'd be like, double jeopardy. Dipshit. Right. But no, because they found they, they did it. They fucking did it. And then they got caught. And so their team was like, you guys fucking unsealed this. That's how you fucking did this. And so now they got him out. It's a miscarriage of justice. And for once, it's a really interesting experience because we're getting to see what happens when a good person does something stupid to try to help. This person should have just stayed the fuck out of it. This lawyer or whoever took this case should have stayed the fuck out of it and not done this and looked for another way, a different way to get to get this justice that they were after. Instead, they fucked up the whole thing. So now anyone who is named in that plea deal, which is all the women, none of them have any course of action now because all of those crimes have to be ignored now. This dude, whoever did this, fucked up so hard. And this motherfucker is going to tour. Yeah, I doubt it. I highly doubt it'll be on the road. But I'm wrong about everything. So, Louis fixing to be here like in two weeks. You going? Nah, he doesn't really. He doesn't really. Uh, he's never really been somebody I felt like I needed to see live. I want to see Burr live, and I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see Chappelle live, and I'd like to see Chris Rock live. But uh, outside of them, I really just don't care to see comics you live. Hear what, you hear what Chris Rock's this tour is this year? What the no. name of it is? No. These nuts? Nah. Yeah, Chris Rock, these nuts. Shut the fuck up. Is it okay. real? But, uh, so, but back to what I was saying. Uh, dude, it feels like I've been talking to you for fucking hours. It's been 20 minutes. You are, I'm so proud of you. Buckle up, bucker, buckaroo. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You know that? For what? <laughs> I don't know. I just can. <laughs> Thanks, man. Everything you do, everything you say you're gonna do makes me. Pr- 
I'm proud of you for everything you say you're going to do. It just makes me so proud. Hey, I'm so, not very, I'm not, I'm always proud of you, Doug. You've absolutely killed it the past fucking five so, years. God damn it. Don't fucking turn my shitty joke into me being miserable. I'm going to listen to you sing my praises. I wasn't I, going to. You just got to let me finish. I was going to say you're great and everything, but I got to say, I got to say, <laughs> in the past, in the past, in the, God, I'm going to choke. In the past three years, I've made a conscious effort to do one specific thing. And I've been kind of fucking up on it a little bit in the past six months, but I try not to. I've stopped <laughs> saying I'm going to do shit if I'm not going to follow through on it. And man, okay. it's made a big difference. People, people fucking like tell me about shit and offer me shit now with it, like offer me gigs and stuff because I don't bullshit. It's Wait, crazy. You got that, you, you, are you saying you got that from me? Yeah. You and Caroline yeah. both were like, y'all, you have to fucking stop telling people this album's coming out or this thing is done or this is done because you won't do it. And I was dude, like, holy shit, you're right. Dude, somebody gave me this advice a couple of years ago. And I've always, I kind of knew it, but like, nose are free. Nose yeah, are fucking so free. free. Yeah, so it's just like, and it doesn't even mean like, you know, if you ask some, when you go, hey, I want you to invest in my business, like, nope, like, all right, see you later. You <laughs> no, know, that was free. <laughs> Even like when you like say like when somebody's like, "Hey, can I give you this?" and like it, even if they're like, "This is from this is this cute this piece of furniture. It's beautiful. It reminds me of you. I really want you to have it." No, it's freeing. Even yeah. in the expression, it's just like no. You have to know when to say no, and it's okay to tell people no. Like, dude, the other day, she asked me I was going to go on. A, they're like, "You ride bikes?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, oh, we're going on this group ride. We really want you to be there because I helped them out with like. An event. Like, uh -huh. We really want to go our next ride. I just looked and I go, no. And they're like, uh, and I'm like, yeah, no. Because every time, it's not like, no, fuck you. It's like, no. It's like, I'm just letting you know now, I'm not going to do it. People don't know what to do if you do that. But here's the thing. You know what I found? People are mad at me for 30 minutes to a day when I tell them directly no. But they're God. so much more mad at me when I say yes and don't follow through. So that's what I was going to get at before you rudely interrupted me. I was yeah. going to say, so yes, every time I see them now, I don't have to depend on being like, oh, we'll go on that ride. We'll go on that ride soon. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, like, hey, we got to ride this Thursday. I really think you should be there. Like, oh, you know, and I have to make up some shitty excuses. Just like, no, no. You know, no. Uh, you know what it was? And I think this comes with like growing up and realizing your flaws or whatever. But a big thing was I would always in my mind, I would go, you're going to do it. Just not today. You're going to do it soon, right? Because if there's a date, let's say, okay, so actually I have something right now. A buddy of mine is trying to get me. Uh, we had talked about like for the new year, let's get me into shape. He rock climbs and shit. And uh, he yeah. was like, will you come out with me? Yeah, no, I know. It's hilarious when it's me because I don't do that. And he was like, do you want he was like, do you want to come rock climbing with me? And it's at this indoor spot. And he was like, we can get you good. And I was like, dude, I'm freaked out by it. I don't work out. I'm very out of shape. And he's like, you're going to do it, man. You're going to be good at it. And I was like, all right, for sure. And now I'm locked into this text conversation where we're planning it. And I'm dreading so deeply doing that. But here's the thing. Deep down, I know if I do it, I might get something out of it. So I why like is it that I'm like, nah, why is it we do that to ourselves? It's just an anxiety of the moment because once I'm there, I'll enjoy it. Look, I mean, I would imagine, I mean, when I say yes to something, sometimes I'm really in the moment, just really into saying That's yes. what I'm saying. You know, oh, yeah, I want to fucking join this gym. I'm like a fucking jerk. Yeah, that's fuck. what I'm saying. 
fucking TRT and fucking HH. And then it's like, oh, I can't afford that. Typically, he starts with, I can't afford it. Man, that's true. That is what happens, huh? Secondly, but with all this being said, dude, there's so many, dude, there's so many fucking things. So I am almost done listening to, and now it's becoming sort of just a commitment to finishing it. The new David Goggins book. And so David Goggins is like the the bat. He wants to be known as the baddest motherfucker who's ever oh, lived. That dude. I am not about to explain to you who David Goggins. No, no, is. I know who he is. I know who he is. You want me to pull up a picture while you talk? No, it's fine. I mean, it's. I don't want to get caught on him too much because. But like, it's really inspired. It's called what the what the fuck's name of this book? I guess so. Yeah, pull it up. Anyways, the, the name of the book is really good. What? I'm looking at the audiobook. Can't hurt me. Uh, what's the next? What's the other one? Never finished. Never. F- uh, which one just came out? Never finished. Unshackle Never finished. your mind and win the war within. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So I'm listening to that, and I'm like, all right, let's check it out because he's like, you know, you see all this mean stuff, and he's just like running, and he's just like, you're a bitch, you fucking, you need to brush your teeth before four o'clock in the morning and fucking get out there and run a fucking marathon every goddamn day, or you're a piece of shit and you're a bitch, like that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Like, oh fuck. So I'm like, oh, I'm sure there's some. Uh, you know, that's yeah, him. And so you listen to his whole life story. The beginning of the book is like, he has a really tragic upbringing and things like that. And he's like really persevered. He's very inspiring. That is no way around that. Definitely inspiring. Yeah, for sure. But his approach to life that I am gathering is if you are not up at, and there's like Jocko Wilnick and stuff, have this mentality. If you're not up at four o'clock in the morning every day and you're working your hardest running 10 miles minimum or working out, doing this, doing that, they like had this whole entire, uh, you know, or like trying to become a Navy SEAL and all there's this whole perspective, but they kind of encompass when you're listening to it, it feels like they're encompassing every single person. Mm-hmm. Broad, painting with broad strokes. Yeah. And it's like, but I guess now that I'm saying out loud, it's like, no, if you got the book, if you bought the book, if you're listening or reading it, they're talking to you. Sure, so, sure. But, so, but sometimes just That's like the beauty look, of self-help books, you're supposed to feel like this could apply to the whole world. It's definitely not self-help. I will give him that. It, like, you know, it is, isn't described as a self-help, okay. but sometimes like these, he does like a, he does a Moab, the 260 mile or whatever. Oh shit. And like, yeah. And it's so impressive and everything. But at, the, at one point you're like, you're like, when you start beating yourself up, I'm like, I guess I should. It's not like I want to do that. Sometimes it feels like, well, I guess I'm supposed to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like sort of a false accountability to where like they you're supposed to be being held accountable just to be a better person, but instead you feel responsible for not being as good of a person as the person well, who guess, you're learning from. It's like I guess I work at a fucking grocery store and I have to get up three hours earlier to go for ten yeah. mile run. Hey, as someone who does that. Never gonna happen. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like it's like their whole entire lifestyle laid out. It's like, man, you gotta like you gotta make a commitment at a very young age to do that. You know, and like and if he heard me saying this, he'd be like, You're a bitch, you're making excuses, you're exactly what I'm talking about. It's a problem. But it's like, you know, but like, you know, I but understand those are free. Yeah, I'm like, no. It's like but I was saying is like nose are free, dude. It's like so it's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I don't find I like to run. I like to do it, but I run th- 13 miles as far as I ever ran. It was the most joyous thing in my life. When I got done, I'm not like, I'm a 
bitch if I don't run a whole marathon. I don't want to run a whole marathon. Can can I, I can I just point oh, something? Oh, I think the reason I got so upset, not upset, but like kind of like just like what? He's like uh he's like, you gotta do this every single day. You gotta do it every single day. And if you don't, and he's like talking about people like me and other people that are even more serious. Like, if you take three months off the year, what's the point? You're supposed to do it every day. There's no there's no goals, there's no reason to do it. You just do it. It's like, well, mm. some people do it for the gratification. Sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. And, uh, I think it's weird. So it's a weird listen because it's just like essentially he's just it it kind of paints this picture. This is the this is this is the only way to happiness. And when you listen to it, it's like I don't even think you, you sound miserable. Yeah, I don't want to knock David Goggins because I don't really have any issues with him outside of the fact that I'm not really his his thing's not for me. But I don't think I don't think he's done anything that's that's you know bad or whatever. But I do think. That this, Dude, he's uh, a badass baby still and shit like that. No, like, he's you know, a he's badass so motherfucker. I'm saying, but for an every average Joe, it's like, and like, yeah, you're kind of, it's, there's just impossibilities put in place for your average Joe. And they shouldn't fucking listen to this book and feel like they're just less coming than. less, less than because they cannot do what he does. And right. it's like, I understand, like, well, it's like, you, it's your, your lifestyle and your category you fit in. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just no, a no, weird no. listen. I, I think it's, it's, it's just making me question more. You know, no, it's like, I don't know. So here's the thing. And this has really been bugging me in the past two months, <clears throat> specifically the past like two to six months, because I see that. Okay. So this is so, so to preface, this is something that at first uh, was a joke. When I would see these things pop up in my explore page, I would watch them and, and kind of giggle at them and be like, sheesh, man, some people. And then, I started seeing him more often and then I started to see him in my stories, which meant that people that I appreciate and respect are sharing them. Right. Not, not a lot of people, but some people. And, uh, and it's this alpha male thing and, uh, the, this rise of the like alpha male influencer. And I got a real issue with it, man. It's, it's, uh, and not these specific people outside of like Andrew Tate, who has proven himself to be a terrible person. I think that like, there's a really, really big issue right now with uh, trying to fix men's mental health through this alpha male mindset. I get it. I fucking get it. I think all dudes deep down get what's happening. We've reached yeah. the point where like men feel less than and there's this idea that's going around that men's mental health is very important now. But it's falling in such weird places. And the most popular way that it's falling is that in order to beat this, you have to be stronger than it. You have to beat it's a weakness. You need to be the strong alpha male. You need to be up at 4 a.m. You need to be doing these runs. You need to be making millions of dollars and making these huge monetary investments. You need to be, in some people, specifically Tate's case, you need to be anti-woman and anti-equality uh, no. because it's a weakness. The um, reason that... So like get a thing with like sorry to cut you off, but no, like you that I think the best way to sum it up is if you like Andrew Tate, good example, it's like, yeah, he's extremely convincing to somebody that, you know, an average guy that's like sitting on the couch in this, you know, doesn't know what to do with himself. It's like, yeah, he's extremely convincing. He's extremely inspiring. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's not even that his message is uh it's just it's just so generic and so overdone. It's so it's such an ancient trope of alpha male. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like something. There's no creation to this. No, there's no. 
hate specifically has added hate, hatred and bigotry to it, which has yeah. made him very popular because there's nothing that, that people love more right now than incendiary comments. And so like, dude, and I don't want to get into the Tate thing because I don't like Tate. It's because I, I genuinely respect a lot of people who are falling into his rabbit hole. And I'm like, what is happening? There's some well, men so in my, sure. there's men in my life who think what he says is funny or they watch them because it's funny. And that I have less of an issue with. I think it's disgusting that with the stuff he says, but I do think he's intentionally trying to be edgy. And while I don't really, I've, I've grown out of that yes. humor. I get what he's doing. I get what he's doing, but he, he has done awful things openly. And he is an awful person openly. He, he revels in his awfulness uh, in a real way beyond his jokes and stuff about women or whatever. He, he's just a bad guy. And I, I just hope so much that dudes realize that like you can acknowledge all these issues and not put on this fucking veneer of complete piece of shit to sort of shield yourself from it. Because look what happened today. This is so dumb. I think this is all so dumb. But look what happened with the Greta Thunberg tweet. Have you seen this? Yes, it's so stupid. It's so and stupid because because what she said wasn't even good. What she said wasn't even good. And he had an absolute meltdown about it. And and you can see it in the way he writes his tweets back to her. And it's just baffling to me that a grown no, no, man no. would. I watch that stuff. And I watch the, I don't know if it was a meltdown. It was just a waste of fucking time. It's, it's so a meltdown in the sense of like he felt the need to tweet twice about it because the first comeback didn't work. And news outlets started running with it. So he tweeted again to try to hey, get dude. that second one. And hey, I dude, just Joel. don't get it. She's a, a little girl. It's not, there's no there's no reinvention of the wheels of this. Shock jocks stay on top of the pile. You know what I mean? Oh no, hundred percent. I get it, but he's got a self help angle behind it. That's new. I don't know. I don't know if that's self help. Him saying he he claims that he's trying to help men. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying that to me that's different than like a Howard Stern or or whatever. You know. He's saying that if you are depressed, that you shouldn't take medication. I don't think that's fucking true. I don't. I don't agree with that. He also whatsoever. says you can't be depressed. And it's like, you can't be depressed. It's like that. Those are things that are just, it's like, you literally are, have no, no bearing on saying what other, what other people can feel mm -hmm. and how they should feel or how they can't feel that way. And so I think him being an ex kickboxer that happens to have a tremendous amount of money doesn't qualify him to give this kind of advice. So him there for me is null and void. He's just sure. a silly video on the internet that gets me laughing. Cause he sounds so freaking obtuse. He just sounds so out mm -hmm. there. It's just like, what? And so with that said, he also reminds me of that freak of like with all that stuff. It's just like I said, it's like shock, jock, top of the pile. He's just doing whatever it takes to stay in the limelight. And in the words of Eminem, Will Smith didn't have the cuts to sell records. Well, but I, I do. do. So fuck him. And fuck you too. So it's just like, it's kind of like that. It's like, hey, it's like yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's you know? fucking, let me ask you something. Did you see? Let me ask you something. And don't fucking lie. Did you bring up the Eminem thing right now? Because you saw that video on Instagram that's been going around where he explains why he made that rap after Will Smith said that shit at the VMAs. Maybe. Maybe uh, I watched that shit this morning, bro. I watched a little Instagram. You dickhead. Oh, okay. My <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dude, so I, I guess I'll just give my final thoughts on the whole alpha male uh, self-help guru thing um, while he's in the bathroom. I, I genuinely hope if you're listening to this, you know that like um, if you're a man, you, you're allowed to have feelings and emotions and you're allowed to 
to act on those feelings and emotions in a healthy manner. If you need to cry or whatever, you can fuck. I cry all the fucking time. You know what I mean? You need to talk to people. You can't just keep emotions inside. Fuck anyone who makes emotions out to be like a bad thing. I'm a fucking spicy dude. Doug is a spicy dude. We're out here saying, you know, we're not out here trying to be like super fucking sweet, wholesome people. You don't have to be a bitch or a pussy or whatever this fucking idea is to to express and feel and understand and come into uh, one with your emotions. And I hope that all you men who are listening to this understand that and know that you don't need to fucking find solace in uh, arguments and ideas that are clearly not um, above board. That's all I have to say about that. Okay, so I don't. So the the reason I brought that's so weird that it's circling around to this, but Tom Segura. So apparently Tom Segura is like super, like serious. I don't know if it's serious or not. Uh, that's it's what kind you of were trying to come back to earlier. You found it. Yeah, and so Tom Segura uh, is in this very alpha man mentality. And dude, you're right. It. I mean, I agree with you. Like, I get it. And there are some aspects that are not bad. And that's not, I'm that's not talking about Andrew. No, but that's how they get us. I'm not talking about Andrew Tate, but like being healthy, taking care of yourself, being, you know, working out, going for runs, like, you know, cutting back on drinking and stuff like that. Or like, and like these are all positives. There's sure. nothing wrong with that. Becoming, doing what it takes to become a better person, whoever, whatever you are, to become better. I subscribe to that. No, a thousand percent. I subscribe to that too. When it comes to like mocking and insulting somebody or like snapping your fingers for a subservient person to come into the, the shot of the camera and give you uh, your next glass of champagne or to brag about your Bugatti and the reason you got it and how you got it or, or whatever. It's just like, it kind of goes back to Dave, not Dave Goggins, because David Goggins doesn't do that. David Goggins is much more minimalist than this. So, like, I feel, but it's just like, no, to, to, you, to, I, I agree with that. Goggins um, and people like him are not that like that. No, no, but, but there is something in a message that's like when you hear it and stuff, you know, I have listened to books and stuff where I'm like, yes, I'm inspired. But these messages that you, that are like, the trend is to be inspired by these books and these actions and these words. And, it, it comes for me lately. I'm listening to him. Like, man, I'm really getting more out of what I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, and, but like, yeah, I want to run 30 miles. That's my new goal. I want to learn how to run 30 miles at one time. That's a new goal. And David Goggins got me there, but I don't think everybody around me has to aspire to do something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Also, David Goggins doesn't make video games. David Goggins does. He's not a chef. Exactly. Doesn't write code. Exactly. Goggins doesn't work at a grocery store and stock the shelves. You know, and so that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, it's like you're in. You know, like David Goggins was a Navy, became a Navy still, and he did like he he's like, yeah, oh, worked at Ecolab. And he did, like, yeah, he did all these things, but you don't need more. Like you got no. out of it and you became a Navy still, yeah. and you do all these amazing other things. But that's not that's not everyone's story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and anyway. before we move on from that, though, because I want to hear about the, the Tom thing a little bit more. But I do want to say my one of my biggest complaints with it. And this is all I really this is my final thought on it is that the, the one of the things that annoys me the most is this idea of perfect excess. And that is saying that a lot of these motherfuckers are about this car or this trip or this plane or this place or this house or this watch or this necklace. And, and it's not everybody gives a fuck about that stuff. 
My number one stuff that I could spend money on would barely make a dent in my bank account. It's, yeah. it's people enjoy what they enjoy. And this idea that you need to blow all your money when you become wealthy is insane to me. You'll find me sticking my shit in the closet and then giving it to random people like you, the homies. I'll be giving my <laughs> money out to everybody, but it's going to be random and on my terms. And I'm not going to be out buying Bugattis and shit. And here's why. I'm a bad driver and Bugattis are ugly as fuck. Give a fuck. I love Bugattis. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody loves cars like that. They're ugly as I fuck. Like car. On Forza Horizon 4, when I was obsessed that game, I was like, oh, that Bugatti. Nah, for sure, for sure. Nah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I love driving cool shit like that in games and stuff. But but there's, dude, my windshield wipers on our Volvo, our 2010 Volvo S10 have gone out. I'd be using a jacket, bro. <laughs> you know why, though? Do you know why? Because I don't care about cars. But you need windshield wipers. For who? For you and for everybody else on the road that you, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I've been. What my my point is that I I I I I don't give a shit about materialistic stuff. That's well, like, dude, it's a dream of mine, a dream, dude. And I think it's probably so many people's dreams to not spend. So all, at this point, we need to move on. I don't know, to not spend all day at work wondering like if you got enough money for stuff. It would be dope as fuck to go to my nine to five and just not worry. So, so Tom Segura, all I'm going to say, and, and I, and I, I don't know if it's a joke or not, but apparently he, he has Andrew Tate on the show. Yeah, he did. And apparently he's like a big fan of him and he's like being really, he's truly inspired by him lately. And he lashed, I don't know if he lashed, I don't know. You think a lot of people take different ways. He either lashed out at his fans in the comments saying that they, that it was very, it wasn't a joke. He was like going at these people in the comments, like pretty much saying, you, you know, the whole entire, you control your own destiny. Like, don't be mad at me because I have all these things and stuff like that. And Bert's just kind of like, Ooh. and then Bert's like, Hey, that was a good speech. And like kind of adds in, you know what I mean? Essentially saying, don't be mad at me for being rich. I earned it, but it wasn't the most, that's it wasn't what as fuck. Most, it wasn't with the most taste. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of, how do you do that with taste? You know? And it's like, but it's like also like those, those dudes, when they get together, man, it's like, they, it is hard to listen to. They literally talk about how rich they are. Dude, the episode of the first episode on YMH with, with Andrew is what has made me stop watching every episode of YMH. It's so, it's uncomfortable. I don't give a fuck how rich you are. Please shut the fuck up about it. Make me laugh, monkey. Dance for me, monkey. You're an internet celebrity. What the fuck? Are we supposed to pretend these people went from being stand-up, fat stand-up comics to fucking philosophers overnight? What the fuck is going on, Doug? Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, Tom Segura. What the fuck? These are dumb, fat, white comics. Who gives a fuck how much money they have they've always had money these dumb chuckle fucks need to realize that the only people who take what they say as gospel are the fucking troglodytes who hang out in the comments of their youtube videos welcome to the real world motherfucker i don't care how much money you you make you're supposed to make me laugh you're a fucking comic get off your soapbox you jackass all of them all of them Chappelle, shut the fuck up chris rock Say something about getting slapped, you fucking pussy. Everybody shut the fuck up and make me laugh. What the fuck? The only person who had the right to do this was George Carlin. And the only person besides him who had the right to do it was Richard Pryor. And everyone else can suck a fucking dick. You guys suck. 
You're not Bill Hicks. You're not. And you're never gonna be Bill Hicks. You're a joke, bro. Your jokes are about being fat and stupid and partying. Fuck off. They're really rich, though. Give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, Joel. Well, I mean, I was, I would, I wouldn't put it that way. It's just annoying. What is going on? Their podcasts all went from being funny to being insufferable in the span of two years. Oh my god, you had to get a shot and locked in your doors. Shut the fuck up. Who cares? That ruined all of them. It ruined all of them. Get the fuck out of here. Well, you know, uh, so with the David Goggins thing, like, yeah, you want to subscribe to that book? I mean, go for it, and you know, and. If you like it. It's okay not to be okay. <laughs> not to be okay. Hey, I got a question um, for you. I'm gonna let I you... was going to say something, but anyways, go ahead. <laughs> no, say it. I'm just happy to be here. I got some. I got something to finish this out. Okay, but uh, I was going to say that uh, I did. Joel let everybody know that uh, I got a PS5, and I have been playing games on it. I beat Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stunning. But Ghost of Tsushima, I have gathered, isn't necessarily built for a PS5. It is ported to a PS5, so it's still beautiful. But I am playing right now God of War, uh-huh. Ragnarok. Uh-huh. And might I say, me as a troglodyte that plays video games and doesn't know <laughs> much about PS5, I don't know what's in there. Sinka. Know- it's pronounced Sinka. I don't know what is in there. I don't know what makes it process the way it processes. And uh, I must say, there has been moments where I literally put the controller down and take pictures of the screen. Stop doing that. There's a photo mode, you chuckle fuck. I just hit the photo mode. (laughs) Let us see your pictures. Stunning. Absolutely gorgeous. It's fucking insane. insane. It's insane. Dude, this fucking machine is incredible. I, uh... God of War Ragnarok, nowhere near finished with it, but it is so far fantastic. So much fun. Love it. Really great. Um, with that said, I don't know. I, I just want to point out one thing. Ghost of Tsushima may not have been uh, developed for PS5, but much in the same way that Ghost of, or Ghost of War, that God of War Ragnarok is uh, available on both PS4 and PS5, the version that you played of Ghost, that's a PS5 game. It's I played it on PS4, Doug. The version you played, holy shit, it runs and looks so much better than the version I played during COVID. It's I'm not saying no, no, that. I'm saying, but no, I'm saying they've the we're not there yet for any of the exclusives. There hasn't been a single exclusive that's been Sony or that's been uh just on PS5 except for Ratchet and Clank. And uh badass game. It, oh fuck yeah. But what I'm getting at is if you think this shit's good. Just wait till the first exclusive that really was just built for PS5. It's going to be fucking insane. They had to, I don't know, but they had to make sure God of War could run on PS4 as well. So it got held back by that. And it looks phenomenal. I haven't even played it yet. And the videos on the PlayStation that play when you click trailer are phenomenal. Dude, it's fucking gorgeous. It's so cool. And so, um, anyways, and the VR is the same price as a fucking PS5. So I'm not getting the VR like I thought it did you have to pay full price? No, they're not going to charge me till March. I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't want them to charge me. Dude, I was like, God damn it. And so it's, I mean, it I, was $5.96 after tax. I don't need it. I don't need I it. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I need that shit, bro. 
Oh, and also, I've, the book I'm reading right now is Lost City of Z. Really good. There's a psychopath in that book that at first I was like, cool, I like this guy. He's really inspiring. Then towards the middle of the book, I'm like, God, this dude's a fucking psycho. Do you remember that and book that, you recommended to me? It's not to be a psycho, but it just is. Do you remember the book what? you recommended to me, The North Passage? Water? water, The North Water, right. And you, you had told me about this character. If anybody is out there listening to this or watching this, if you haven't read or watched Northwater, do yourself a favor, listen to it, read it, and watch it. It is such a great fucking book and a great uh, show. Uh, but with that said, I need more awesome whaling stories to read. I have been wanting more. That's all I want. I think that's all I want to read. I got you, bro. Hey, I got you. That's enough. Go ahead. But what about what about Northwater? Henry Drax. So that's his name. does he rape a bunch of people? Uh, I don't know if I would say a bunch. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> okay. Do they show him, or do they at least let you know that he's raping people in the show? Yes, Somebody, in the show. A seventeen-year-old. Yeah, no, on the show. In the show. Not in the show. Oh, damn it! A seventeen-year-old at my yeah, job is watching. A seventeen-year-old at my job is watching a show about whalers. In the old times, he says, I don't know what he means by old times that he doesn't know the name. And he said, there's this dude who just keeps raping people. And I was like, oh, my God, my fucking okay. podcast. That's no, that's him. That's okay. Henry Drex. Okay. Yeah. So speaking, yeah. of, speaking of whaling. The book is way more graphic than the show. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Okay. So speaking of whaling. I'm going to hit you guys real quick with, with, with my top 10 of the year. But I do want to say, we went and saw this, The Whale. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck me, man. Okay. So I don't want to, I don't want to say anything. I will say, like, v- fuck, man. <laughs> Heavy fucking movie, dude. And, like, every sense of the word. Like, no pun intended. I was fucked up from this movie, dude. And it ends with a bright white light. So everyone, you saw everyone in the audience was like, it was, dude, that shit was fucking heavy. It was deep, dude. And I see a lot of people saying it's surface level deep. I don't know, man. I've seen a fucking lot of movies and yeah, this one was pretty on the nose, but there were moments in this movie that were like soul crushing. Anyway, I'm I most certainly want to see it. It's so fantastic. Joel, I'm going to take the floor for a moment. Please you chime it. in. Take it, take it. So, New Year's resolutions, I don't ever really believe in them, but this year I am going to make some, uh, other than take care of myself and my family and everything, of course, just be better, be the better person I can ever be. But for the show, I speak for Joel and I. We will step it up. Is this our thing? <laughs> we will get better. We will release the show once a week, like we've always have. Mm-hmm. Twice a week sometimes, like we used sometimes to. Sometimes like we used we to. We will get better at clips. We will prevail. <laughs> this, we, we, hey, this is we will. our independence day. Joel will finally make us that fucking shirt. <laughs> I'm just nervous about fucking with the, with the bubble again, bro. They really fucked me over. <laughs> That's it. the only reason uh, I didn't release them. So, they, okay. So this is the new year coming up. So everybody out there, all the customers, Sugma Nuts and Ligma Nuts, thank you so much for listening to Thanks us. Thanks for being every- here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to every episode. Dude, almost said every week. We literally do it for us and you. Like that is why we do this. We do not make money off of this. But like with that said, you're not making money. Uh, all right. Uh, so with that said, y'all have a great new year. And I do want to say this: like it's talking about bananas and great one foot in the grave, the other on banana pill. 
when I was down and out, this is how the, all, all this rant started from me trying to tell this down and out. I never forget this looking at this person across the bar when everything was going to shit and our lives were all crumbling beneath all of our feet. And so I was just like, you know, like, how you doing, man? I'm like, I feel like I'm a clown in a hurricane holding on to my last balloon by the string in this fucking category five. And I'm just holding on, but I just know that the hurricane is going to take my balloon. It will. And I said that and I meant that. Yeah. And I still feel that way time and time. So we are all clowns holding on to a balloon in a hurricane. I hope everybody has a great 2023. Thanks for watching. I did see Olivia. Click here to subscribe, watch video there. And we'll see you in the new year. Hey, I love love you guys. I love you, Dougie. We'll see you soon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, motherfuckers. 2023. I didn't see it, but I believe you. I didn't see it, but I believe you.